welcome to Making Good Choices podcast. I am your host, Sarah Quizera, and I am here for another episode with my hubby. Hi, babe. Hi, everyone. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad that you are on the podcast yeah. again. Sure. Not just for updates, but for an actual episode. It just reminds me, since 26 December last year, uh-huh. we, we are into this thing forever. <laughs> so I always find myself coming back over and over again. <laughs> because your perspective is one that I cherish. Your perspective on many things. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. And the funny thing is, you're not like super loud and proud. You're kind of like... um I hope this comes out right. You're kind of like hidden treasure. Mm-hmm. Like you have to get in a conversation with you. You have to listen or even watch to understand like what you think about things. Well, glory be to God. I'm humbled. <laughs> <laughs> See, anyway. like that. A man yeah. of many words, but you actually have meaningful words. Okay. So we're going to kick it off today. Um, but first, just kind of update the people. What are we doing in this season? <laughs> this is a crazy season. It's a crazy season. Uh, it's also a crazy faith season. But mm-hmm. physically, we are into empowering a lot of people, a lot of kids, a lot of yes. ministers. Uh, yes. We are just excited about the season. Uh, we are seeing things in the physical. We, are, mm-hmm. we believe God is doing the same things in the spiritual, right? That's just one thing that's going on. You can you can find many more on my Instagram. I'm, I've been trying to do better at posting stuff. Mm. Um, but we're going to jump in. Speaking of like where we sit, um, when I say that's who we are, not out of pride, but out of our positioning. Mm. So... I want to talk to you today about things that um, things that pertain to the faith life. Okay. Um, this podcast is called Making Good Choices, and I want people to be equipped to make good choices, but to know what they have as a believer. And I feel like you have great perspective, and it doesn't come from just your head. Mm. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Actually, I'm going to give you some topics, and then you can talk about them. Okay? Okay. Does that make sense? Let's do it. Okay. So, our first topic is prayer. Okay. What is it? What do you think about it? How can we, um, as believers, and even if people are not believers, maybe today is that day for you um, to believe in Jesus. It's the best decision, the best decision that we've ever made. So, prayer. What does that mean to you what does it look like to you and help us to um have a more powerful prayer life prayer i remember when i was still at school they taught us hmm. prayer is communication with god <laughs> mm. they told you that too yeah that's what they taught us <laughs> yeah. i don't know if it has changed now but that's what they taught us <laughs> whether their definition has changed <laughs> sure uh but um my, my perspective of prayer uh, mm-hmm. I, I've got, I've come to learn like prayer has degrees. Prayer has degrees, meaning like the different levels from which a person can pray. The place where someone understands God is the place where they will be communicating. For example, if I know you a teacher, I'll be relating to you as a teacher. If I know you are my parent, I will relate with you as my parent. But, uh, 
deeper than that how you relate with god or when you are relating with god comes from a place of maturity prayer is has different degrees so you wake up and pray pretty much every day okay when i'm sleeping mm-hmm. why uh, I, I really treasure i really treasure my i'll call it quiet time with god I, I've I've grown to realize that that's that's what defines me mm. more than anything. Uh, there are a lot of things that you could define me, but what I really know that defines me mm. is God. In there, I, I get to learn and get deeper w- with Him. Well, you've already mentioned degrees, <laughs> so you've gone up in degrees. Okay, I always knew like this is a place I'm gonna be intimate with my God. I'm gonna be talking with my God, but. Uh, as I wake up, as these days, I, 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 it's more than just relating with him and having an intimate place with him, but also I come, I wake up with burdens. Burdens. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. burdens. I wake up with burdens. I wake up with heavy hearts for different people, different places. Uh, recently we come to realize that I wake up with burdens for for continent for continents for africa for mm. for the world and uh you hardly realize that it it's it, it's done like the sun has gone up <laughs> you're like oh how did time fly this fast yeah but yeah that place where you you are praying for something or interceding or get travailing in the spirit for some some random places which you even probably have not gone to uh, is something defining for me in in this season. So, and the Bible calls it co-laboring. Right. Which is what we've been discussing about the past couple days, Mm. co-laboring with with Christ. Right. So, there's a, a lot of different ways that I could go with this, but, like, what makes prayer powerful? What makes prayer powerful? Uh, first and foremost, uh, I'll refer to the scripture which tells us we know not to how to pray, mm. but it's the spirit that helps us. So, yeah. uh, if you come to a place where you, you are revealed of the power of the Holy Ghost, the immense things he can do, mm-hmm. that, that's ho- the person of Holy Spirit, if, if you're in the States <laughs> and you've never heard Holy Ghost before. <laughs> yeah, African Holy Ghost. <laughs> New King but, James, King James. Right. So, uh, I was saying like, if you are revealed of the power of the, of the person of the Holy Ghost, I mean the power of the person of the Holy Spirit, yeah. if you are revealed of his power, you can never, uh, undermine the, the, the power, power of prayer. Because mm-hmm. it's the, as I said, is the one who helps you to pray. We know not how to pray, but he, he groans in us. He, a moment you open up, and this is different because many of us come into the place of prayer uh, with our mind and want to pray ourselves and want to travel in <laughs> yes. there with, in yeah. our own in our own understanding. Mm. But it is different as you learn the degrees, as you get deeper and relate with God. You realize some of us are coming to pray for for small things, yet God's mind is totally different. Mm. Yeah. So. There's a funny story that happened recently. Um, some of our some of our kids were trying to teach someone how to pray in the spirit. Yeah, and 
and and and they were trying to teach the person oh you can pray and when you pray and you run out of words just meditate mm. <laughs> yeah that was a funny one yeah yeah mm. and it was it was funny because we're like meditate on what mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and and we had to bring some correction but it was actually very funny sure um like that's what the Holy Spirit's for. When you run out of words, mm. and He's talking about degrees of prayer, but <clears throat> it's so important to start the communication with God. Mm. No matter where you are, no matter what it is, um, and you start that communication, and you end up you end up going deeper. Sure, it's like me and you. We're not talking about our favorite colors anymore. Right, right. In our relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Like, we're talking about this stuff. Mm. So, yeah, that's good. Where does the word come in when it comes to prayer? Because the Bible says we'll worship him in spirit and in truth. The true worshipers worship him in spirit and truth. Right. So, you can let the the Holy Spirit intercede or help you to pray. Uh, So, where does the word come in? Yeah, the, the place of the word, that, that, that's the interesting thing when we are, we get into the place of prayer and we have opened up for the Spirit to work through us. Uh-huh. As we talked earlier about the place of co-workers or co-laborers in this kingdom world. But uh, uh, I mean like the Spirit will never come exclusive of His word. You will not find yourself praying in your own words, in your own way, in your own mind. Mm. There is the spirit of the, the, the spirit brings the mind of the word to you. The spirit opens up a scripture with you. So prayer Mm. and the word, God cannot come out of himself. His spirit will always drive you back to Christ, to Christ, who is the word. Because yeah. that's what the Bible says, that like Christ, the Spirit will always point to, to, to the Son, and the Son will always point you back to the Father. So mm. it is that interesting place where, like, when you open yourself to the Spirit, mm. the Word will always come. Actually, there are things you are going to be praying, even not knowing that this is the way it's quoted, or, but mm. it, it will always align itself back. I wanted guys not to be so freaked out. Like, I, I don't know how to read. I don't know what, uh, mm. oh, 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 how to, I don't know like, the I'm word. Able. I, I haven't gotten to that point where I can just quote uh, exactly. 10 scriptures in e- prayer. E- exactly. Uh-huh. The, the place where we can relate and release ourselves to the spirit, there is a, a, a free flow. It's, mm. it's out of grace. It's a free flow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would also say that, that you need to be in the word. Yeah. Because how how would you know if it's if you're what you're opening yourself up to? Mm. Like you said, there's degrees. Sure. Like, sure, you can pray and talk to God about your situation. You can you can pray. You can say, "Okay, Holy Spirit, have your way here." And there's no confusion <laughs> with with God or sure. with the Holy Spirit. Right. But sometimes what we can do is put our own minds into it. Mm-hmm. And an example that's coming to me is even like if you have had a wound, if somebody's hurt you and you're praying that like it just go away or you just want to ignore it. Right. Yeah. But God is saying, let's get to the root of that thing. 
yeah. and uproot it. Let's get to the place of reconciliation. Yeah. Let's reconciliation. Talk even. with that guy out. Right. Probably it's that place where you have to heal him. Yeah. Bef- be- even before you think about your healing. So going to him and mm. asking for forgiveness or working things out. Right. Could be the right mind. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, that's, that's just one example. But if, if you're not in the word, then you don't know. Exactly. So exactly. you don't know that when someone offends you, you go to the person. Yeah. 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 And you have to be a love of the word. When we say the word, we're talking about the scripture, yeah, the Bible. The, the scripture and the Bible. This is very important for us because many of us are so much into a lot of things and then come to God and speak things Ooh. out of the abundance of what we went through the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> but, ah, who can relate to that? Raising but, my hand. <laughs> right. But I think I feel like it, it, it's that time the hunger for the word the Bible talks about that experience, I think, in Amos, where it says the time is coming where I'm going to throw out the anger and thirst, but not for food or water, but mm. for my word. So the, where that, there is a, mm. it's good. a passion, there is a hunger for the word. What, yeah. And some people are reading the word. Some people are getting deep into the word, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that. Yeah. So how do you get to that point? Like, where do you start? Like, how do you, when you say you have to hunger, Yeah. how do you get there? I know some of our brothers and sisters out there might be thinking like, yeah, I can, I can read this devotion and then that, that's it, which there's nothing wrong with that, but is there a hunger or, um, maybe they haven't started reading the Bible at all. They just got into this life, (laughs) this life of Christ. How do they grow their hunger for the word? Usually people think God is very far from us, Mm, mm -hmm. which is not true. Actually, there's a scripture which says... Yeah, go there. uh, It's like, draw draw, near to God. And he will draw near to you. But actually, the literal translation is, draw near to me and you know that I'm near to you. Because uh, many people uh, think like God is far, like there is a distance. There is a distance which is not right. Right. So that if like like he's sitting up, he's sitting, staring at you like mm-hmm. Emma. Yeah, <laughs> which is not right. The, the the place where you invited Christ into your personal life. He has put his spirit. He has sealed it. Actually, the, the scripture says he has sealed us with his Holy Ghost. And th- that means like nothing can scratch us out. Like nothing can depart us with him. Mm. So the beginning place is to realize how close he is, how near mm. he is. I feel like if you get a feel after for the word of God, if you have a you can say, I, I want to read, I want to read, but your passion, your, your desire is the one which speaks. I mean, what I, what I'm trying to say is, you may say that I, I love you, but I'm not really yielded to loving you. Mm. Yeah, it reminds me of the scripture. And actually, we've been throwing around a lot of scriptures, <laughs> but, which I'll put in the, in the show notes, but, it reminds me of like 
We just spoke about meditation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't go aimlessly meditating. You meditate on the word. Sure. And it and when you do it becomes the thing that just comes out of you. It's mm. it's in your heart and mind. It just comes out. Sure. Um it's not a memory thing. Yeah. There's a difference between the worldly meditation and godly meditation. Right. Worldly meditation calls you to empty your your your, your mind. mind. But Mm, wait, the meditation. That's good. Say yeah. that again. The worldly meditation. Worldly, yeah. Yeah. The yoga and the other stuff that people <laughs> get to do. It's just empty your mind. Empty your mind, yeah. Yeah. But the godly meditation, mm-hmm. which God calls us for, is that uh, which He talks about in Joshua. Yeah. That you this you meditate upon this book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. You're gonna meditate upon mm-hmm. it day and night to make your way prosperous. It's you fill your you fill your mind your mind with the word. Yeah. You, you don't throw it out. That's good. That's you, really you good. Never depart you fill from your it. mind with His mind. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a scripture um, in Hebrews, and it says, "It without faith is it is impossible to please God, exactly. and to draw near to Him, to mm-hmm. draw near to God. Yeah. You must believe that He is. So believe He exists, and yeah. believe that He is a rewarder, right, of those who diligently seek Him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In order to even draw near to God, so so th- th- this was a key piece in my faith." In order to draw near to God, you need to believe that He is. Sure. Which sure. I think that goes far beyond He just exists. Exactly. Exactly. You need to believe that He He is. Mm-hmm. I, I take it as like He is every single thing I need. He is it. Right. <laughs> and He is a rewarder. Right. right. Of those who seek Him. So if we're coming to God, and we are, we have a mind. That he's a, the the punisher, like or or that he's distant and not coming to him like he is a rewarder, like then then we've come with a, a wrong mind and we won't want to be in the word because who wants to hang out with somebody like that? No, no, no one, no one. <laughs> like no. I, I don't. I know, yeah. So it, it it is that place where you come, or that he's a. That he's a lucky God. Like, maybe he'll do this for me. Maybe, maybe if I pray, then he'll do this. Yeah. Like, no, he is a rewarder. Actually, when you come to God, when you come to God, mm-hmm. he, he has not defined himself to be something. Can, can, can we come to that place where we are seeking God from his identity, like God? Mm. The place of reward comes after. Yeah. That scripture reminds like me. Like it's in order. Yeah. You got to see God as God. Many of us, when we go to the word, we are seeking, we are seeking for that word to heal for us, us. For us. Mm-hmm. I'm look, I'm sick. I need to get healed. So I look for the scriptures for healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm lacking. So I need scriptures for mm-hmm. provision. I, uh, I'm in this battle. I need scriptures for protection and whatever. Mm-hmm. So many of us, even when we come to God, we have a preconceived mind of our need. But when that scripture wow. tells yeah. us, you got to see God as he is, as he mm-hmm. is. And the place of rewarding is there, but it's not the primary uh-huh. thing. Yeah. So even when we are reading the Bible 
Uh, many of us will look out for the interesting scriptures, for the mm. funny scriptures. But where is the place where you 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 seek God? Because the Bible is God. Like yeah. He's the Word. Yeah. He's Jesus. He's the Word. So that place where I'm not for my interest, but to know He is. Yeah. To know that you're my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I ask you questions all the time. We spend time together because I, I want to know mm. more and more. Exactly. And yeah. then, of course, I get the rewards. Sure. sure. <laughs> of you being my it, husband. It, yeah. It, it, it's not a worry. Many of us worry about the other things. Yeah. That place where it tells us, seek ye the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all that rest shall be added up to you. And you always talk about that place where people are running after the needs. Mm. Uh, more like you're, you're just going around like a dog chasing its tail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. So it is not the needs will, uh, like all the other things, the things gonna be added up to you. But what's the mind when I'm reading the Bible? Mm. Uh, am, am I perceiving God from the fullness of His, not just for the partial things, just, just the provision? Provision is just a small thing of God. Yeah. Healing is just. A small entity of God. I'm looking at about, I'm talking, I'm thinking about healing and I'm seeing even in heaven, none of us are going to be sick. So it could not even not be. <laughs> like you don't want to waste your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we I get will it. be seeing. Big, and nobody things. will have lack. Sure. So, the streets. I, I heard, <laughs> I heard somebody say once that the streets of gold are, the streets in heaven are literally gold, which is what we wear on our fingers. That's, like our mm. rings of gold. Yeah. That's literally the, the pavement that you will drive on or walk. I don't Can know if you? there's cars in heaven, but <laughs> yeah. like there's no lack. So yeah. the things that were. It, it, it's really interesting. Like yeah. how, how perverted the world has made us, made the body of Christ to think that the bling blings, the necklace, the golden things. <laughs> You are of the high class. Yeah. Yet in the perspective of the heavens, it's, that's the dust. Yeah. That's the ground things. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about so, some deep stuff and I actually just want to let loose and keep going. So, but one thing that's foundational is what happens when we become a believer? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that, when when we get that, which I'm sure we could do even more podcasts on that, but it's simple. What happens when we become a when we become a believer leads us to all the other things. Sure. Like what happens? What happened? I like, would say. Like, do we just make a decision? Okay, now we're gonna do this thing. Like, instead of going to this store, I'm gonna go to this store from now on. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> How does it work? I'll call it like boom. <laughs> it's like a boom <laughs> going on. But well, like wow. the, the 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 scripture to, tells us that uh, I think it's in Corinthians where it says that uh, whoever believes on Christ, he becomes a new creation. Mm. Now that oh, wow. is yeah, and he, 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 no he says and he says like the old has gone, behold, the new has yes, come, mm-hmm. and. Uh, if you read the next verse, it tells you that, and all things are of God. Mm. Now, let me go back. It says that you are a new creation. That's 2 Corinthians 5.17. Actually, it says you are a new creature. Now, this is very interesting. He didn't want to call you 
and he would have said you are a new man or you are a new woman because mm. when he looked at you he had no definition he had no like he would have called you are a new airplane or something mm. outstanding in this mm. word but okay, yeah. for short of words he said you are a new creature and he <laughs> says behold the past has gone and the new has come and he says that all things are of god now all things are of god it is like saying like the moment i will give my life to christ there is a transformation mm. that comes and uh, to to open it up it's in the in the spirit there is a transformation that comes in my spirit mm. that makes me not defined like anything before in the mm. vocabulary of human beings and mm. not only that he calls me to a place whereby he says that now i've taken position of wow. what you are now the things that you have are now of mine the things mm. uh, now you take on the the mindset of Christ. You take on the breathing system of Christ. You take up on. Uh, uh, there, there is that place I want to say, like, if I cough, God coughs. Mm, even yeah. when I, I I blink, God is blinking because he, he says it in in there that all this is from God. Now you have taken another form. The King James actually says, "All things are of God." Mm you've come in so this is the mind i wish we could get it that's why i said it's an explosion of boo and <laughs> a new world comes on a new world comes on yeah yeah so what happens to your spirit that's exactly and and, and literally that's where the conception comes i mean misconception, misconception yeah where people think but i'm still the same i'm still short i'm still black i'm still white mm. i'm still whatever i speak the same language if mm. I had some struggles, I'm still going through the same struggles, but we are talking about the spirit world. And much of the spirit world determines the physical world. Mm. So, th this is what happens. You are totally new in your spirit. You are totally of God in your spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit now. Yeah. God has taken over. And now, the, the problem comes where we have to renew our mind to that place yeah uh, uh there's a scripture which mm. post tells us that uh stand fast in the faith and do not be entangled again to the yoke of bondage like he's telling Galatians us 5, 1. yeah you don't need to uh, uh many of us after this <laughs> we we still have the other mind we have right we go back to the other mind. But I wish by the time someone give, gives their life to Christ, he gets that thing that all things are new. And it's like... Like he believes it. He believes it. Yeah. There needs to be a, a, a brainwash, if I could say. Right. That, the, the washing of the brain is very important. Right. That's the repentance. Mm. But the thing is... We give our lives to Christ. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then, then you'll be saved. And it's not a religion thing. It's a, out of out of my heart, I truly believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. He took every sin that I've committed or will commit, every wrongdoing, and on the cross, and then he rose from the grave, which took away every power of death. 
every power of darkness. And he washed me with his blood like I'm washed. Now, what happens is your spirit, when you believe that, your spirit is completely new, like alive. Before, your spirit was dead. You're walking yeah. around like a zombie, dead. Yeah, yeah spiritual zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But your mind, the thing, the thing is, <laughs> in your mind, when you make that decision, it's like, okay, now I have to literally allow, this is where the supernatural comes in. Because I feel like some believers, they make a decision for Christ and then they go into striving mode. Yeah. Yeah. Now I have to allow the spirit of God working inside me to help me change my thoughts. Mm. And he does. It's a, it's a yieldedness. Mm. It's a how much. It's like that thing. What do you focus on? Whatever you focus on becomes bigger. Right. If you're focusing on. The same problem that you had the day before you gave your life to Christ, then you're, then you won't be, <laughs> then you, you'll feel like you have a constant battle within you. Sure. But if you say, okay, from this day forward, Holy Spirit, you work in me. Mm. Teach me the word. And all of a sudden you'll believe I have the mind of Christ. Right. Right. Like, Sure, I, I might think some things sometimes that need to be corrected. Sure. There is a constant need for renewal of the mind, like constantly. Constant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and when, but the thing is, when you make that decision and you, it's very supernatural. It's not like you make the decision and all of a sudden your thoughts are, are all about God. Your thoughts are, mm, yeah. are always good about people, even though they slap you in the face. Yeah. Like, it's a yieldedness. It's the supernatural thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and people got to realize, people don't celebrate this, but the heavens celebrate that. It's a sp- yes. the place. Because yes. be- the Bible says that the angels are rejoicing yeah, when be- you give your life to Christ. This, this is very big because when you give your life to Christ, there is a lot you receive. He says, I've given you all things pertaining to life to ungodliness. Yeah. Like he has, he, you have become to a place where you have the abundance. Mm-hmm. Now, heaven sees it. And this is why they celebrate. They see that now the place you have come to. Yeah. But the, the, the problem or the issue will come when for us we don't perceive that. Mm-hmm. And you are still at the, at the place where I'm still lacking. I'm still mm. short of this. I'm still sh- so. This is where the constant renewal of the mind needs to come in, because uh, he says, "I've given them to you. You have these things, but it will be hard for you to re- to take in them in if you have not known and you, if you don't receive them. It's mm. one thing to have something. It's one thing to receive it. So yeah. the the place of receiving it makes it to come to the manifestation in the physical." So the mm-hmm. body of Christ come. We make a great decision to give our lives to Christ. That's yeah. a good this good choice. That's <laughs> a great decision. Yeah. But we have to come to that place where we allow and receive and celebrate. If heaven is celebrating, there is something so supernatural about right. us giving our lives to Christ. Right. And uh, we cannot die short of that. We can. We should yeah. not allow to die and leave all that abundance out there. Yeah, because. I'm going to repeat that scripture with the scripture that says that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. All things. Yeah. Yeah. 
that pertain to life and godliness. And for me, I'm, I'm always going to go on the side of faith. All things that pertain to life and godliness. My refrigerator is one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. My, my car is one of those things. What is, what is he not giving me? He's giving me all things that pertain to life and godliness except for things that work with a motor. And, yeah. <laughs> like, like that to me. And I'm not talking about the, the, what we call mixed seed. I'm not talking about the, the things where you believe you can manifest the, the manifest things like, that's a big trend now. Oh. In, yeah. in the world. Okay. Manifesting. Oh, if I think about this, I see myself. It's going to happen. Oh. But the thing is, when you're in Christ, like there's a line. There's nothing that, that's happening through you. It's through Christ who's in you. Right. Yeah. The Holy Spirit who's in you. Sure. And you live, you move, and you have your whole being in him. Sure. So when, when I'm saying like, and, and that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that we live, move, and have our whole being in him. Exactly. Our God is not insecure. Right. He doesn't give give things to us and, and then say, I'm, uh-uh, I'm holding this back for myself. Right. If you, when you say that, that we've been given something, then we can receive that he lives, moves, and has his whole being in us. Exactly. In and, us and him. Yeah. I, I, and it's really interesting just meditating and thinking about what heaven is seeing when we give our lives to Christ. They see what an entity we have become mm. to, to change this world. Like, yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he look, he looks at it and he's like, oh, man, goodness, yes. probably there's a, a, a Timothy there. He's like, now Timothy is gonna blow out this world. Oh, what? Yeah. He sees what you have received, the healing, the ministry of reconciliation, the grace, the blessing, the, the masses and uh, all those things, uh, even way beyond the physical things. And he's like, man, now this guy is gonna become a, 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 an atomic bomb in, the, in this world yeah. and they're like wow we got this guy and this is what heaven is celebrating oh we've gotten mm-hmm. oh and actually even creation celebrate yes the bible talks yep. about that place. all of creation yeah so mm-hmm. when the manifestation of the such people come on there is such great things but at times as a body of christ or as christians we are so much entangled so much into the physical and lose out the power and have uh, and the ability of mm. the things uh, God has given us. Right? Yeah. It reminds me of uh, one of our kids um, who had who had asthma. Yeah. And he met Jesus. And he would have these bad asthma attacks. He met Jesus. He started serving, carrying heavy things, nonetheless, and being grounded in the word. Like he took hold of a word and that was his word and he served Jesus and now he's healed. There was a healing that was there from the moment he gave his life to Christ. Sure. But he took it as his own and received it. Yeah. yeah. And then we we see him now. He's healed. Right. right. He carries heavy stuff up and down all the time. Actually, one of the biggest struggles, I think. Oh, what what we have not been revealed of is the receiving bit. Mm. We we it's not that we don't have it, but we have not received it. Yeah. Many of the things we don't like, we don't. We are not manifesting. We have not come to the place where we receive it. 
where we seal it like this is. And when you say planned. manifest here, we mean like your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Sure. The things that are in heaven that we have access to, having them on earth. That's yeah. what we are talking about. Right, yeah. So uh, the body of Christ has to be awakened to the place of receiving Yeah. more than the place of asking. Yes, asking for things you already have. You already have. How crazy is that? And God is like, me. I, I, I got this for you, but you are not stretching out your hand to receive it. Yeah. And you are, you are still asking for what I've... I'm looking at ourselves like we are in some room and then we have all these goodies and gifts all around us and we are, and it's like you are asking for that same thing you have and it's like it's just next to your nose. Reach out and grab it. It's to your right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think we need to mature to that place. Uh, what he says is given us, we'll see. Like it. believe. Yeah. Just back to that scripture. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Like faith, mm. believing when you don't see something. Yeah. Without faith, it's impossible to please God and to draw near to Him. You must believe. Like you have to believe that you have these things. I believe I'm healed. I believe that that I lack nothing. Exactly. I believe that God is for me. And it's such crazy because that scripture begins from a place of faith. Of things yep. from yep. the spiritual realm, uh-huh. and uh, you, you have to begin from the spiritual realm to get the reward mm. you are believing for in the physical. Yeah. So it's. It, but it's some. That but crazy. yeah. But so often we can start here and start asking for things, mm-hmm. thinking that, <laughs> thinking that God is like dropping presents like Santa Claus from the sky. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. That's been really great. Um, there's so much more that we have as a believer. Actually, I, I want the listeners, I hope that it sparks something in you to, to recognize. The Bible says we've been giving every spiritual blessing, mm. every one. Maybe you go and you research, what are those blessings that I have already? Right. right. Like you have been given them. Um, and also the Holy Spirit. We talked about our spirits being renewed, but there's even deeper sure. in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things, so many different places that we could go with this podcast. <laughs> but um, I, I want people to kind of chew on what they've heard today. I want to chew on what we've talked about. And I think next week you come back <laughs> and we finish because, guys, we had a long list of stuff that we wanted to discuss. Right. Um, which I think is important before we go into a new year. Exactly, exactly. Um, things like vision, things like um, the powerlessness of the devil, the irrelevancy going to, going into twenty twenty two, knowing that you've conquered without even doing anything in the physical. Yeah. <laughs> like um, we we want to we want to really go. Talk about some extra kind of stuff um, on the next podcast. And also, like, this season is all about awaiting the arrival of Jesus, the Advent season. And we kind of want to talk about just some things that, that have been sticking out uh, about that. Maybe how how Jesus was misunderstood from the moment that he got here. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's big. That kind of that kind of stuff. So we want to talk about that. We want to talk about vision going into twenty twenty two. And um, 
Yeah, it's going to be so amazing. But before we wrap up, babe, what does making good choices look like to you in this season? Maybe it has to do with what you talked about today. Making good choices. First of all, a choice that you, I, I gave my life to Christ is awesome. But uh, uh, that's a place of the cross. Now, uh, there is a living the cross and going beyond that and experiencing the life of the cross. So making good choices to me in regard to oh, what we've spoken today could be like hooking myself and receiving what scripture tells me I have rather than complaining and groaning on the things that I, I think I don't have yet. I already have. I don't know if that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yes, it, it does make sense. <laughs> Accepting the things you have rather than looking at what you see around you or don't see. Mm. Listening to the voices around you that tell you you don't have or voices that are indifferent. Not complaining or groaning, but believing God for who he is. That That's so good. So, guys, we're, we're going to talk to you next week. It's going to be so awesome. Do you know that you're coming back next week? Uh, since 26 December last year. <laughs> <laughs> you keep coming back. <laughs> we made this commitment for life. <laughs> Amen. All right, guys. Well, this has been great. Go out and make good choices. <laughs>